Welcome to the Sporting Ones podcast with my co-host, Hados, who is the fantasy oracle for your fantasy Premier League podcast. It's been a while. Welcome back, Hados. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, you've uh, you've had a good score last week. I think uh, there's probably uh, an elevated tone I'm sensing. Oh, I'm a bit more chirpy than what I have been for the past couple of, uh, well, not the past couple of months, for the past month, uh, where I slipped about 500,000 in the rankings. Thankfully, this week I got back about 300,000. Very nice. Um, and you did it on the back of uh, Raheem Sterling as captain, which was a uh, bold, well, not that bold, but it was a wise choice, and it definitely proved so in the end as uh, Salah only delivered five to the drones of people that uh, had full faith in him against Burnley. Yeah, I didn't have full faith in him. I've got him, but I didn't have full faith in him, and I didn't have Aguero, so my only next best option was Raheem, and he duly delivered. Okay, so we are a little bit off the cuff here, but we're looking at game week 31, and it's uh, one of those dreaded rounds where there's only... Half the uh, the competition actually playing in the Premier League as the rest either rest up or do battle in the FA Cup. So it leaves uh, us short on players. And unless you've uh, been prepared for such uh, such events, you're probably facing um, the use of your first chip, perhaps. Um, maybe not your first chip, uh, but well, the free on, hit. How many chips has Baz used? Um, no, nah, he's actually uh, held off this year, and I think um, I know he's using free hit this week, um, as will a lot of people. And um, yeah, we might talk about uh, how that's looking for uh, for this week. We'll do a little bit of a prediction on how we we see the five games unfolding and and the players to choose from. Yeah, shout out to our fellow uh, Guna mate there, Baz. Uh, he does like using his uh, chips early uh, when things don't go his way. But uh, yeah, like you said, he must have uh, held off this year. He's a bit more reserved, yeah. So he's played it a little bit smarter, we'll say. Okay, there we go. All right, so five fixtures, uh, meaning that you've really got to pick your sides based on the fixtures at hand. And it's extremely difficult to form a side around that. But you know what? For the second year running, I've done it without using the free hit. Yes, you have. Um, probably a few minuses along the way just to, <laughs> to, to get yourself uh, all set up for this week. But um, yeah, you're in a good position. And if you can use the free hit later to full effect, then uh, it could prove a masterstroke, young man. Could do. So first off, you've got Bournemouth playing Newcastle. Who are the players you'd be looking at from that to score you points in this round? Okay, so basically you're going to be looking at each game and you're going to have your own predictions about how that's going to unfold. And um, there's many different ways to look at it from uh, many different angles. Owing to the fact that uh, Bournemouth are in fairly decent form and they're at home against Newcastle, who are good defensively, but not so much away from home, you'd have, yeah, probably weight towards more Bournemouth players. And there are a few, particularly in the attacking sense, not so much in the defending stakes, other than maybe their goalkeeper. Although, you see, you're selling Bournemouth short there because their they're away defensive aspect is hideous. They are horrendous away from home. But at home, Bournemouth are extremely good defensively, which is why 
I've got two of their assets in a defensive sense. Okay, interesting. Now, looking at their midfielders, uh, Fraser and uh, the very cheap. The good guys, David Dave, Brooks. David Brooks. He he looks like a, a good good option this week, we yeah, reckon. Yeah, Brooksy. And uh, up forward, they've got Josh King and Callum Wilson. Back from injury, scoring goals. He wants that England spot, and he wants to beat last season's total as well. So he, he is hungry. Yes. Um, so they would be the players to to look at on the other side of the coin for Newcastle. Probably looking at their defenders, and some are in form, none more so than Solomon Rondon. And also Perez after two goals last week. So they're players to, to hone in on, I think. Yeah, especially from an attacking sense because defensively they've lost Fabian Shah, uh, which, was a, man. which was a real blow for me because I was hoping he'd last at least this game week, which would mean I didn't have to make an extra trade, but I did uh, because now with that suspension, it's two games for the amount of bookings that he's got. He got to 10 before the deadline, which means now he's got a copper two-match ban. I, I can't have my players having two-match bans. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just a no-no. So, Shah went out. I brought in Nathan Acker for Bournemouth as he's got an attacking threat in the end. I think that's where, without Shah, I think they can get at Newcastle a bit. And I've brought in Callum Wilson because he's hungry. And I've got Borok as the goalkeeper, of course. Okay, once again, Paul, we're not talking about your side, okay? This isn't the Paul Rowe (laughs) first 11, okay? This is suggestions for other people out there that aren't you. I'm giving people the options because not many people would have thought of Nathan Acker. Borok is a cheap goalkeeper option and Callum Wilson is a no-brainer. Oh, well, aren't you just the good Samaritan? Now... Burnley versus Leicester is the next fixture. They all play at the same time, so um, if you're up and about, there'll be plenty of action. Um, this one's a little bit tough to read because Burnley have been a little bit off the boil, but um, they have had a bit of resurgence up until maybe the last three weeks. Um, and Leicester, a team that's uh, changed their manager but uh, yielded a lot of good attacking results, not so much defensively. So... Probably for both these teams, we're, we're thinking there's scores in this game um, for both teams. And for Burnley, you'd probably be looking at uh, Chris Wood, the New Zealander, and Ashley Barnes. No way, bro. You, you, you sure about that, bro? No, Barnes and Woody, uh, the Barnes and Woody show for Burnley, they've literally, bar last week, scored nine, their last nine out of ten goals. So no-brainers there. Leicester, well, you have to go with, come on, Vardy, let's go party. Uh, Maddinson and uh, from an attacking defensive aspect, Ricardo Pereira, although... He hasn't really done much in the last month and a half. No, I think he's only yielded about two points uh, in the last four game weeks. So, and that's cumulative as well. Um, and <laughs> and, he's, and he somehow survived my axe. Yeah, um, Vardy is a bit of a no-brainer. I think the form that he's in, and also the fact that everyone is going to be looking for Vardy, um, you have to have him as sort of like a shield against how he might play. So, um, yeah. Harvey Barnes is one. The other Barnes, Harvey Barnes from Leicester. And now t- he did. T- Tillemans as well. Yes. So now that, that both, both of them scored last week too. Uh, yes. Did Barnes score a goal or was it an assist? Points. Okay. An assist. Yep. 
But uh, so yeah, plenty of attacking options for Leicester. Um, yeah, it's just whether or not this is going to be a dour, dour affair. Maybe just a one goal apiece um, sort of result. So yeah, but there's plenty of options in both teams there. Oh, next next one is where there's almost no doubt about how we feel about how we'll go, whether or not it turns out that way. But West Ham versus Huddersfield should be an absolute walk in the park for the Hammers. You would think so. And this is where I give you extreme caution because they are at home. You would think that it's a three or four goal win against Huddersfield with nothing to play for. I thought the same last week when they played Cardiff and they got rolled 2-0 and none of their assets scored. Mm, Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You sort of, as much as you would say, okay, West Ham will probably keep a clean sheet here. Let's go with three West Ham defenders. You'd never want to put all your eggs in one basket in any Premier League team, let alone West Ham. So, yeah, it's just a matter of how confident you are about what's going to happen. I think having three West Ham players on field is probably a bit of a a must at this stage um, because they do have good attacking options when you look through their their midfield. They've got Antonio Lanzini, who's back, uh, Philippe Anderson, who's had a great season, and uh, even up front, and out of it, whether or not he starts, we're not sure. Chikorito is another one. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty of options there for the Hammers. On the other side of the coin, Huddersfield, I would not be suggesting anyone at all. What, not even Lozel? Save points? Oh, well, hopefully not. Um, I've gone with Meatloaf. Two out of three ain't bad. I've gone with two in my lineup. I've gone with Declan Fried Rice. And I've gone with, uh, yeah, Manuel uh, Linguini. Yeah. Are you steering this towards yourself once again, are you? No, no, no. I'm just giving people the options. We didn't mention Declan Rice. He has scored. He's playing midfield. He does like to score from set pieces. Huddersfield aren't the greatest from set pieces. And Lanzini's on the comeback trail after a year off after his ACL. But as we know, he is an assist king. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that sums it up for that game. Uh, We hope to buggery that that uh, is one that we can bank on, but... Nothing is certain in Premier League, especially not in fantasy Premier League. So uh, the next game is the next following night, and that is Fulham versus a rampaging Liverpool, fresh off a huge victory against Bayern Munich. How do you see this one playing out? Well, it's a matter of whether all those assets that we might have invested in do end up playing. But with the Premier League title heavily on the line and a chance to put Pressure, scoreboard pressure on City. I think they play. So I think you've got to have three Liverpool assets and it's just a matter of what assets you go with, whether it being attacking or defensive. Mm, Yeah, this is a bit of a tough one because obviously looking at it on paper, you think three uh, Liverpool, no-brainer. But with the fact that they played Champions League this morning, it's only about three and a half days until this fixture. But... As the uh, Premier League title is still up there, that's obviously going to be a huge focus for Liverpool also. So they're going to be wanting wanting to put out a great team. It's just a matter of picking those those players because they do have players like Shakiri, Sturridge, Origi. Lalana, Your man. Um, who are chances of potentially filling, filling spots here. Maybe even Moreno. Lovren. Yeah. So... 
Just be a little bit wary. I think uh, Van Dyke is one that will definitely play. Um, Allison. Probably, pro- yeah, <laughs> Allison. Uh, Firmino, maybe. No, I'd say he plays. Plays, yep. Salah. Plays. Because they, they, they want Salah to get into some form because he's been frustrating for well, fantasy he, form. He's still going for the golden boot, but Mane's catching him. He Mane's on 16 and Salah's on 17. He's on an absolute tear, Mane. Um, he's another one that should start, but oh, I don't know. There's just a little bit, just that fatigue factor. I'm not sure, but yeah. Well... I've- I've loaded up. I've got uh, Mane, Salah. I've kept Salah despite his lean run uh, purely for this game alone. And TAA, Trent Alexander-Arnold. So I don't have Robertson or Van Dyke. Yeah, and we will ask you a question about your team. How's your bench looking? Because are you covered if any of these players don't end up actually taking the field? Oh, absolutely not. Great. <laughs> no, that's not great, but taking the risk. <laughs> okay, so that's something else to keep a keep a, um, a watch on. If you are free hitting, you obviously have the luxury of uh, loading up that bench with any number of players that can come on uh, for that week. Bearing in mind, if you're doing free hit, you want to keep that bench as cheap as possible, but playing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the last game to round it out, fifth and final, huge, huge amount of fixtures, not... Chelsea versus Everton and But it is Everton versus Chelsea because yeah. it's at Everton's home ground. I said that the wrong way around, but geez, yeah, this is probably the one that I'm just not sure which way it's gonna go. Now we know someone's jumped the gun on Hazard, but his record at Goodson Park is actually not that great. Mm, yes, that is a worry, but um as far as primo midfielders go. He's top of the list for uh, for this week, other than Salah and Mane. What about Gilfie? Well, we won't mention Gilfie at this stage. <laughs> Although, to be fair, he is a viable option this week. Um, Chelsea, they're a little bit unsettled at the back because they haven't been playing um, a consistent trio or foursome or whatever it was that they were doing earlier because Alonso's found himself on the outer not even in the squad as of last week. Emerson Palmieri taking his spot and not really scoring points either. So I don't know what Sarri's seeing. And uh, Louise was rested at one point. Um, Christensen came in there. So probably the only lock is Rudiger, is it? Or no, as as Politiqueta is probably the lock. Yeah, as a. Um, so. It's really up for interpretation, this one. I don't know which way it's going to go, but I would probably be having attacking assets here, not defensive ones. Um, so Hazard, as you said, Gilfie, uh, Richarlison, although he's not in the greatest of form. Higuain. Higuain, yep. Um, maybe even Calvert-Lewin. Ooh, Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, interesting. Bernard? Bernard, yeah, why not? There's uh, not many teams to, to pick from, so his name's in the equation. And the more differentials, probably the better in this type of game week, more likely to score your points. Yeah, that's right. That, that's probably the good thing about having that free hit. You can really just really juggle it up, try and find players in form, try and find those differentials and just hope to bugger you like you hit it. Yeah. Um, now, question for you, Oracle. Yes. Are you free hitting? Yes, uh, that was activated uh, as early as possible just for the fact that it was going to cost too much in uh, transfer out points 
coupled with the fact that it leaves me short for the double game week the following week, which we'll touch on in a second, and then even further past that for, for 33 and on. So it was the only option I was left with in the end. I didn't plan for it, um, which is very unlike me, but uh, here we are. Yeah, a bit opposite to last year because I think you planned for it like I did in game week 28. Now, will you be annoyed if I score more points and I haven't free hit? Yes, absolutely. And you've put a target on my back, which I do not like because I've been the one chasing up until this point and it's been a comfortable role for me. I've uh, made my way up the ladder and now you've got a target on my back and I don't like it. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> now, so double game week, run me through this. What is this double game week? Yes, okay, so it's still a little bit of an unknown. As far as I know right now, game week 32, which is the following week, features two teams playing a double game week. That is Manchester United and Wolverhampton. Um, And the FA Cup this week is actually probably going to decide how the other game weeks that are missing this week, how they fall and uh, potentially... Game week 35 is is the big one where there's going to be a host of teams playing um, double game weeks that week. So we talked about chips earlier. This is the occasion, game week 35, where you're going to want to use your bench boost. And if you have that luxury of using the wild card maybe the week before so that you can um, set your team up and then use the bench boost, you're free to use it the next week because you can't use two chips in the same week, which is annoying. What? Are you serious? I never knew this. Yeah, well, I know that you knew, but uh, some people out there may not. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, how we see it at this stage. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, probably use your wild card 33 or 34. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm probably thinking of free hitting next week, bench boosting 35 and then saving the triple captain for one of the final three rounds. Yeah, okay. And uh, just on triple captain, I think... As good as it is to say triple captain someone who does have a double game week in in an, uh, in a week, um, it's not the be-all and end-all because you can find certain fixtures that do look very good beforehand and just pull the trigger. Um, and I, I think you came up with a few alternatives to a double game week. Yeah, so like Man United have Cardiff in the final round, so you'd think that Cardiff maybe out of the race to stay in the Premier League by then. They might not be, but that's one that you could use, especially at Old Trafford. Liverpool also have Huddersfield at home, I think in game week 36. So especially in Mane in red hot form, Masala, you could look at something like that. Um, and look, the last double game week that there was, Sergio Aguero scored 19 points in one game but then only scored one point in the next. So there wasn't too much difference. Whereas someone like Sterling last week scored 21, he ends up scoring more than Aguero as a triple captain. Yeah, that's right. So something to think about there. I think the main positive of having that double game week is just the fact that you get two bites of the cherry with the right player because obviously with short turnarounds in those double game weeks, they're not always guaranteed to start or play the long minutes. Um, So yeah, just something to think about. Doesn't have to be a double game week. If you can find a fixture that you really like, just go with it. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, that is on point. Now, speaking of on point, captain's choice. Yeah, um, it is. Well, I mean, I thought the obvious one was Liverpool, 
um, and Salah. But after the Champions League, I'm not so sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, maybe a West Ham play. Are you looking I'm at a confident. Felipe or are you looking at a Arnie or maybe a Callum Wilson perhaps from Bournemouth? Maybe, yeah. They're all... There are all chances at this stage. Well, at the moment, I'm locked in on Sadio Mane. I'm not going past him. The form he's in, he's just scoring for fun. And the Fulham defence is at left and right, and they don't know which way to turn, and they're pretty much one of the worst defences in Europe that we've ever seen. Yeah, so um, take your pick. Five games to choose from. Anyone's guess how they go, and uh, good luck if you're free-hitting. Yeah, I mean, look, another option could be, especially the form he's in, Looking at the Burnley-Leicester game and going at Jamie Vardy, something mm. differential that people aren't going to do, like perhaps Sterling last week. Looking at that, going, okay, let's put him captain. Jimenez the week before that, I know someone put Jimenez captain. That paid off. Sometimes it's better to steer away from the norm, go with your gut, and have a crack. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, yeah, I reckon that just about sums it up for this week. We will have more once uh, this awful week has passed us. And there's a bit more clarity about what's happening with double game weeks and um, when to use our chips, etc. Well, good luck if you're free hitting or if you're not free hitting. That's right. So, yeah, that does it for the week and uh, good luck. We'll speak to you soon.